Welcome to Deeply Disturbing Things, the podcast. I'm Macy. And I'm Naomi, and we're voguing. I vogued that intro, and we are two anxious counselors who like to talk about deeply disturbing things. Jump into our vortex. Oh, did that sound? That sounds dirty. I don't know. Jump into the vortex. Not our vortex. Not our. It's not our personal. And we do not. This is, I literally just watched a video about, um, uh, two, is it Siamese twins where they're born together? Is that right? I believe they call them conjoined twins now. Is it conjoined? I am to note, not within the literature. So conjoined twins, um, who probably, well, not probably did have a conjoined vortex. We do not have a conjoined vortex. Whoa. Yeah. Right. It's so fascinating to me. I mean, yeah. I'm sure to them it's just day to day. They don't know any different, you know. It's just oh yeah, me. and like it was like a Q and A thing. So like just hearing their like, yeah, puberty was annoying. I'm wow, sure. I'm sure, right? Yeah, how do you work that out? <laughs> yeah, and dating like one likes to date, the other just makes fun of them the whole time. <laughs> it's a level of collaboration right. that I don't know if I'm up to. <laughs> All right, I'm excited about tonight. Yes, <laughs> today we are reviewing brand new cherry flavor and we know we have people following along with us thank you for your dedication i knew that took some follow through <laughs> this is a yes. limited series and if you have Netflix. not watched brand new cherry flavor stop don't do it go watch it stop. and then start yes uh limited series or limited whatever on netflix it's only eight episodes long you know do it do it all right i'm so excited and this so, podcast is called Deeply Disturbing Things, so we're not going to review something that isn't deeply disturbing, just yeah. BT dubs, people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who do you think we are? Read the subtext. Come on. <laughs> so I have like, I tried to do it. You did a little bit of have like a little recap of the episode. Oh, I'm so excited. And then we can talk about it because I know you took notes. I have thoughts. Um, I have notes and thoughts. Great. Okay. So, and I, and I just want to say from the very beginning is that this is a show that you will have no fucking idea what's happening until two episodes before it ends. Right. Yes. No, I agree. Okay. And I'm glad I watched it again because I really understood it a lot better than I did the first time. Me too. Yes. Okay. I think the first time I was just sort of in shock the whole time. Yeah, it, it was a bit like a car accident, right? <laughs> and then the second time I was like, okay, I, I see what's happening. I was able to get more of the story, more of right. the, the lore. The plot. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, plot. first of all, like the way that they filmed it was very, um, oh gosh, I don't know. How would you describe it? Very edgy. Edgy. Sounds good. Edgy. Yeah. I'm very sure that's edgy. a technical term in the film industry. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, I so, love that it was set in the 90s because yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to have that good 90s music. And they were in, were they in LA? Is that right? Los mm-hmm. Angeles? Yeah, yeah, down in mm-hmm. LA. So this starts off um, episode one of Brand New Cherry Flavor begins kind of in the night when a girl named Lisa's driving home. She's outside of LA. She rings her friend um, on a payphone. She needs a place to crash. Um, cause she's meeting with Lou Burke, this big prolific filmmaker, uh, and she crashes there and then she goes in to see Lou, um, because she has this like indie film that she made. And so she meets him there 
over sushi and coffee. And he shares that he loves her movie. Great. So he continues to mentor her, trying to get her to, um, he wants to produce the movie and have her be the director and the pair head out. And this is kind of the theme, like he's the mentor. And let's think here. Um, Then what happens is... Well, I'm trying to think of what he gets happens handsy next. Yeah. with with her, so Lisa. Right, 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 right. So everything feels perfect for a minute. Like for a minute, it's almost like minute. too good to be true. Yeah, she, like wow, that was easy. Yeah, he just sees her inherent like he hands her that ten thousand dollar check. Yeah, in her like little beat up car, her <laughs> shitty TA. He's like, "Are you sleeping in this?" She's like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, I am." Um, yeah, and he gave her the money, and then, but then what happens is, yeah, he puts his hand on her leg while mm-hmm. they're like about ready to go into um, some place to like show her off to other people, and yeah, some Hollywood party, right, right, and then she hits his hand off or like moves away from. No, that. she did it very like I was paying attention. Was, to she this. did well. Yes, she I didn't agree. say anything. She didn't. She just took his hand and gently mm-hmm. took it off her leg. So it was definitely rejection, but it wasn't like overt. Embarrassing. She wasn't yeah, embarrassing. explicitly doing anything, which I think really fits with the time of the 90s. And she even said, what did she say with that too? She said something right after like, you know, I'm really glad that we get along as a team or something like that. Yes, <laughs> to yes. kind of like, hey, no insult to injury here. It's fine. Like, this is just going to be a professional business relationship. Right, right. However, she then learns that Lou has now at the party, he's over talking to someone um, about her movie script. And she doesn't know this until she meets Inter Boro. Boro. Comes Who's- up to her majestically portrayed by I love Catherine her Keener. I love her in this I movie. love her too did you see I love her in just um like, the 40 year old virgin she was yes, in that movie she's yeah. great in that too I just like liked her whole presence in this movie it felt very enjoyable to me I did too she's like yeah. the archetypal it was witch. great yes so she comes up with a cat in her arms and like a big fur coat at this Hollywood party and she's like, there's a very important conversation happening without you. And it was like the first lead into like, A, she knows things. Um, and B, she's different. Yeah. And she was the only one with a cat at the party that I can see. Absolutely. And Lisa's getting fucked over by the manager at this point. That's what's been alluded to, at least. Luber. So then she, yeah. And then she finds out that the script is now being offered or no, the directorship is being offered to some young, who knows, guy instead of her. Right. So is this an act of revenge? We have to wonder. We have to wonder. We do wonder. Yes. We do wonder. We do wonder. wonder. And so she gets mad because this is her baby. Like this script was like her whole fuel and passion. Like she loves this script. It's hers. She was promised, even though she didn't read the fine print. And she then shows up at Luberg's house and yells at him, kind of threatening him. Uh, do you want to share how that went? 
Um, well, are we still in episode one? I think so. Is it still in episode one? Um, oh, yes. Yes. So yeah, I think so. Lisa goes to Luberg's house to confront him. I have to talk about her outfit in this scene mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's like one of my favorite looks. It's still oh. one of my favorite looks. Okay. So it's that look with the nice, like business professional shorts. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Over yeah, the yeah, black yeah. tights. So they're like mm-hmm. those nice pleated shorts over the tights. So yeah. I love that look. I mean, I, I nice. feel like it's still a good look. It's still completely stylish to this day. Um, yeah. So Lou doesn't change his mind. He refuses to reinstate Lisa as director mm-hmm. and says he's going to make the movie without her. And then yep. he almost chokes her out on the hood of her TA. Like, slams her down. Yeah, by it was violent. Throat. Yeah, it was a moment of like, he's like, check yourself. You don't make the rules, basically, is how he was putting that to her. Um, how dare you come here? You threatened me, blah, blah, blah. And then slammed her down. Um, yeah, she called him washed up. That's what triggered that. Ah, yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, she made she made him, uh, she questioned his authority. <laughs> authority and so she left very tearful about that um and honestly that that was pretty hard part to watch like it was pretty violent really quick and I think that's the first violence we've seen in the movie or in the show like the first like well and we're starting to see people's colors right right yeah absolutely can we walk back a little bit to um Lisa's ex-boyfriend code yes code and his current girlfriend christine (laughs) yes so i don't think christine was too thrilled when when code invited uh lisa to crash there like come and spend the night yeah yeah yeah, there was definitely vibes um she was very nice and all but i mean if i were it was strange i think at first i mean reasonably so reasonably so code could work on his boundaries i think a little bit well, you could tell that there was still something there. No, uh, immediately when he called, right. she called him. He was right. like, hi, like, so yeah, come on over. He didn't, you know, ask Christine who is in real estate, by the way. She mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It was a very like, okay, I need something. So in this to me was a theme of Lisa using people that I mm. found throughout this. And it started, that was the very first start of this was I'm going to call my ex because I need somewhere to stay. We're like, again, if you know that your ex has a girlfriend, that's, you know, do you really want to make that request? Well, I mean, this is before cell phones. Mm-hmm. But she was so, already sleeping in her car. I think just cold calls were probably a little bit more acceptable then than they would be now. I mean, now people were excited. You know, about you it. would have been texting for weeks about it or something. Technology. It was exciting. Yeah. Like, Ooh, I got a phone on your call. Instagram the whole way from wherever she came from. To right, LA. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was odd, but he, I really like his character. Uh, I did find like throughout all of it, like the side characters didn't have much story development. Like I kind of was wanting more throughout he that wanted more like, code yeah he yeah. was cool I like, like I liked him I really wanted to like him and I liked him but I, it was like you wanted to know more about code. yeah yeah you wanted like, to enter code's vortex what is that history there like I was curious like what is their history and it gave nothing so it was kind of a flat background for me um but I I liked it 
that but I wanted more. goes to see Boro. <laughs> yes. At the end of the chapter. And this is where yes. she's super pissed. Start to take another turn. Yes. Um, where she asks Boro for revenge. Um, her film has now gone out of her grips, and Boro asks for her first payment up front. Ah, yep, a payment plan is worked out. So this is where I I was all I mean I was already in on the movie but this is where I was like all in at this moment. Me too. It, it was, was my... such a WTF moment. Yeah, I was just going to say it was like what the fuck was that? Like what's <laughs> okay. happening? Yeah, so I'm in. She says um you know that she's going to get her first payment and then she's Lisa starts puking. Like, right. and you're like, like oh. you don't know what's happening. You're like, why is she puking? What's going on? And then you can see something start coming out of her mouth. Like legit, wholly out of her mouth, a full slimy, alive, newborn kitten. 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 Yes. Kitten. And we know my history with stray cats. So this felt really personal to me. <laughs> So Lisa's payment plan is to provide Boro with slimy newborn kittens that she has to puke up from her body. Right, right. And they so, agree that Lou's life is going to be set on fire. The, de- the, the contract has been mm-hmm. made at this point. Yes. And I just like at this point, we have no idea like anything about the cats, <laughs> the kittens um, or her cat. And um Oh, yeah. When she left the party, she gave the cat to Lisa, too. And she said, said, bring back my cat. Yeah, bring back my cat. That was an Um, interesting looking cat. It's a very unusual breed. One of the hairless ones. Those weird looking things. So then but the other thing that kind of came up in this one, which is still a mystery, is um, who the person on the motorcycle is at the gas station that Lisa. Oh, yeah. She's being followed by somebody on a motorcycle. We don't know who this is. They have a helmet on but they definitely followed her. And definitely that was, at the, that was at the very beginning. Um, and when she arrives at the, I think that might come next. Maybe. I don't know. Let's see. Okay. Should we get into episode two called hair of the dog? Yes. And this is definitely very, um, I just saw a prompt here for uh, it, Hitchcock is more of what it's like the style of, if you are mm. a fan Okay, set in episode two, Hair of the Dog. Yes. Do you want to go uh, first? You can. Um, sure. So Boro makes Lisa a po- potion that will bind her to Lou Burke. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's told by Boro that people and things may react to her in unusual ways. <laughs> and right. that Lisa should... should just ignore it. But she tells her <laughs> that what I love about that part is she... Boro doesn't say that until after she drinks it. I feel like, excuse me. Okay, now I'm. Was that not informed consent? Right. <laughs> okay. I feel like I would have wanted to know that. Yeah, yeah. So and, uh, Lisa has to bring back a photo of Lou and a pinch of the pubes. Essential for <laughs> any good revenge plot. For yeah. any good hex. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Lisa starts tripping balls and she continues to eat her curse stew, which is disgusting looking. Really gross. Really gross. Yes. So we also started to learn in this episode a bit about um, Lisa's background. Little pieces of information get dropped. So the first is that Lisa's father's dead. 
Um, that actually was disclosed in the first season. Then her mom is estranged and gone is all we really have information wise at this point. She lost her virginity to a girl called Isabel that was also informed in this season. Okay, so with the betrayal, the cocktail of emotions soon becomes clear and Bora wants to sort out the binding ritual. So that's the pace that she was forced to eat. And when she went there, does she actually go this episode? I think she does, right? Um, yeah, she uh, yeah, she goes to the home. Well, she gets a referral from Code for a couple of bad guys. Oh, that's right. That's right. And, and the- they agree to help Lisa get into Lou's house. And this part I thought was hilarious. She goes to like a cafe to meet them and just sits down at the table with two guys who look thuggy. Look like bad guys. Yeah. And then continues to tell them the plan. They say how much. And so they agree. Okay. Yeah. But she hired the wrong bad guys. <laughs> they were right. bad guys, but they were not the right bad. They were the wrong bad guys. Yeah. So they, which... Again, I don't think plot-wise really went anywhere, like really, but it was funny, I think, because uh, well, these I bad think, guys were really bad guys. I think the plot point was that um, the ones that Code referred to probably were bad guys light, and these were like real bad guys. But they didn't even like do anything, really. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so, so but Lisa runs into Lou's son in the house, Jonathan. Um, he's like early 20s, like typical, like, oh, I'm taking a semester off from art school kind of thing, laying in bed, totally mm-hmm. high. Uh, he says he hates his dad and directs Lisa to where she can find the pubes for the curse. Yes. And while she's actually in the house, though, there is a creepy figure that lurks in kind of the your periphery of the screen for like just a blip it so the spooky things are starting to show up that Bora warned her about the spooky shit is starting to happen we still don't know why or what but it's underway happening right so she's supposed to just ignore it which that seems like impossible (laughs) right so lisa took really way too long trying to get all this done she ends up getting thrown in prison because uh, they catch her at the front door, right? So, um, holding a, tank, holding tank, correct? Yeah, not prison. Yeah. That's true. That'd be a little. Hard. Your dad is shaking his head at you right now. Macy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> holding cell is that proper? Is that still yeah. holding tank? I don't think. I tank mean, tank just good... came to my mind. Could I've heard that tank. too in the past. Yes. Cage. Okay. I don't know what we want to call it. So she's super drugged up at this point on whatever the slime was. It's like super impacting her. Her stew, Macy. Her curse stew, not slime. (laughs) So someone happens to be inside her cell who knows about Boro. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They start having a little convo. Yeah, claiming that she can cause a serious debt to pile up if you don't live up to your end of the bargain. So she's about to get her ass kicked, um, mm-hmm. but conveniently she pukes up another cat mm-hmm. in the holding tank. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then and cutie Roy Hardaway to the rescue. He's Roy, an actor. Roy boy. Roy and Lisa had met during Lou and Lisa's initial sushi coffee lunch. He yeah, he was like outside. Yeah, he was outside. So he's like famous, famous actor, Hollywood mm-hmm. actor. 
Uh, and she, what I, she was very pays non- her bill. He shows up. Yeah, she was very nonchalantly impressed by him outside, like, which I thought, you know, is a good way to attract a star. Like, oh, hey, you. Yeah, I don't think Lisa really gets impressed by much. much. No, no, no. I think exactly. it has to be next level to impress her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she um, does have that attitude. Yeah. So Roy's claim to fame is that he dies in all of his movies. Yes. He's mm-hmm. initially presented as kind of like the douchey guy, but then we immediately feel empathy for him because he has this tragedy in his past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's some really great dialogue um, between Roy and Lisa when he drops her off at her apartment. So um, he says, guys like that destroy themselves eventually, referring to Lou. And she says, says the guy with the death wish. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, I've got it under control. I walk. Oh, he says, I've got it under control. I walk the line. And then she says, okay, Johnny. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that dialogue. So right. good. I think the dialogue between Lisa and Roy was the best dialogue of the whole film. There was yeah. such magical moments. No, it was super good. And, and then Lou happens to come back wanting to patch things up after all the issues. He um, just shows up a lot, doesn't but he? It's, but honestly, it's because Roy was involved now. So having Roy as a potential like actor in this new film got Lou interested. So I think that's the only reason Lou came back after being insulted so he then instead offers his pubes for her curse and leaves chucking chuckling right like so that was when she um you know she's all pissed at him and 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 he's like here take him if you wanted my my pubes and he gives them to her well let's let's break that down though Macy he doesn't just give them to her this isn't him um snipping a pube sample and (laughs) having it over you may break that down and is like here take them and she reaches her hand and snatches a handful and just rips the pubes off of his body like just rips a handful of pubes off I mean that should have left blood they didn't really like zoom in or anything but that (laughs) should have left blood yeah I was unclear how much was grabbed Um, it seemed like a lot she went in with full hand and Mm -hmm. did a clench and then ripped and he looked irritated but angry but he did ask for it so he did offer he if you offer. offer pubes, you can't complain when the pubes right. are ripped off of your body. Right. So, so then she like eats it, right? She puts them in her stew. And eats yeah, them. yeah, yeah. She puts it in the stew. So she only has 10 minutes left to get make it back to Boros in time at this point because um, they needed it by the specific timeline. She does. Oh, no, she brings she doesn't eat the pubes. She takes, she takes them, them back. Yeah, back because they're part of Boro's curse. Yes, Boro needs the pubes. Yes. So she does ask about the cat. She keeps vomiting. But Boro is all, you know, just giving kind of riddles and gives no clue to what the cats actually mean. She's like, so what are the cats for? <laughs> um, and she doesn't really answer that. Well, how do you answer that question, though? You don't. Um, she just kind of shrugs, claiming that this is her payment and she can't afford cash. So that's kind of the, the thing. Cats instead of cash. Cats instead of cash. I mean, I'm all into barter system. Right. 
So then this binding ritual that Burrow's working on um, begins and Lisa immediately starts kind of writhing on the floor. Uh, then that spirit figure shows up again, looking down at Lisa. So that's the second time we see the spirit. And Burrow, um, uh, Burrow then grabs, grabs her, holds her and, and saying it started and that there's now a connection between her and Lou. And next is the punishment part. So they're now connected. They are now connected. The connection seems painful. It's what I took away at the end of that chapter. Yes. So this episode to me really was like, okay, we're, this is a revenge flick. Got it. So the um, revenging against Lou. But it kind of. I mean, we, we'll break down this later. I'll mention it later. Okay. 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 Are we going to episode three? Yes. Next Roman episode. Candle. All right. So Roman Candle. Episode three has Lisa waking up to find herself in her apartment after all that weird stuff happened with like her apartment growing like weird vines all around the room. Like it was, I wouldn't mind my... <laughs> house looking like that honestly inside like it looked it was very where cool. where the wild things are yeah you know, where a forest yes, yes. grew and grew till the ceiling held uh hung with vines and a forest was all around uh-huh she went to get a glass of water it was green coming out so like you can already see like things are wrong boro gave her that plant remember oh i missed that no yeah no. boro gave lisa this plant and oh, um that's important i missed yeah it. and it really started putting down some roots i would say yeah because it's like started just you see it growing up her walls so okay so lou suddenly um starts antagonizing her he's also there to offer a job like he shows up at her house um her apartment and I was hearing noises. Um, oh, that's Stella crying. Oh, I'm like, what am I hearing? I'm like, is that? Oh, it is Stella crying. Okay. Um, I hear her dad chopping something. I'm gonna text him. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I was like, what noise is a boo making right now? <laughs> just a second. Keep talking. Okay. Um, I'll just keep reading. So, um, so Lou allows her to think it's over, like everything's done uh, with the film, rubbing it in that his new movie based on her concept is being like touted by critics. When he leaves, Lisa continues to vomit kittens. So it keeps happening. And I got to say, like the vomiting kittens looks painful. Like they're like full on kitten size. And I would say they're actually probably bigger than most kittens I've seen. So it would be painful to to puke those things up and they're alive which is gross so what she sees though is like okay lou was there he's obviously not cursed he's fine um so that's a little upsetting she's here puking up kittens for nothing um and then boro shows up at the house where lisa reveals that she's having nightmares and the spirit is haunting her and then Burrow encourages her to show up and see Lou, promising that he will get sick soon. So more promises being made. And 
this is kind of where you can see Lisa getting desperate. Hey, so I was just talking about, um, you know, she kept throwing up kittens and I was talking about how (laughs) bad and painful that would be with the size. Those are large kittens. They're not small. I think anytime you're puking up a a living creature, it's not going to be a pleasant experience. No. And they did such a good job of making them look so slimy. They were so slimy. But how else would you get it up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, when you birth a baby out the other end, you know, they're <laughs> slimy too, probably for that same reason. We had a comment from a listener who said, oh, I bought snacks to watch the show. Oops. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bad choice. Sorry. 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 Um, <laughs> uh, so I was just saying, so now Boro to- told her to, you know, go back to lose. He's going to start getting sick soon. So she's because she's getting kind of annoyed. Like, why am I the one throwing up kittens and Lou shows up and he's fine? So Did you talk about the trap door? No, not yet. Go ahead. Okay. Talk about it. Well, the apartment strangely has nobody else living there. No. Um, which, you know, real estate in Hollywood at that time, that's very unusual. So she goes home and there's this trap door that has just presented itself in her bedroom floor. So on this episode, she doesn't do anything with it. She's just like, that's weird. Uh, I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, did you talk about the the party yet? Um, I was going to talk about this uh, when she goes to meet him for sushi. I don't remember if that's before or after the party. Um, when he gets the hiccups. Oh, you can talk about that. I don't have anything about that. I just have yeah, a lot yeah. about the party. No, that's okay. So she ends up getting, so she's told by Boro, like, it's fine. Go see him. He'll get sick soon. So she schedules a lunch that she didn't want to have because she's pissed at him, but she schedules it and he's just talking and talking and talking and talking. And she's like, every, every glance over, she's like, is it happening now? Is something happening to him now? And then he develops a horrible case of hiccups and that's it. But they don't stop. Um, but have you ever is... had hiccups that like didn't go away for a while? Yeah, I mean, to me, it's usually that cough though. When you cough and you can't stop coughing, I hate that worse. But yeah, hiccups sometimes. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah. Um, have you ever been scared and then your hiccups went away, or is that just like a myth? I've done the like hold my breath, and I feel like that's helped. But I, helped? I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm. I want to say yes. But it may just be a forgot to hiccup. <laughs> Maybe you forgot to hiccup. Maybe it's one of those things. The more Maybe. you pay attention to it, the more you Maybe. hiccup. Maybe people are steering people wrong with all the advice giving. There's a lot of wrong steering out there. Yes. Yes. So, and just so you know, just to real quick before you go to party stuff, her room, now the vines are starting to have flowers on them. Yes. And she actually uses that in loose drink. Um, that extracting flower um, is uh that's what she uses in the drink and then she goes in the bathroom and finds that trap door which you'd mentioned so that's all kind of in that time frame yeah okay yeah the i mean these vines in her apartment are just crazy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah she extracts this white powder puts it into a little baggie that yep. looks just like yep. a coke baggie yep um and then a little worm accidentally from the flower gets into the baggie hashtag not accidentally (laughs) yes yeah so at the party you know lou goes to do coke you know oh my god i just put that together with 
Oh, okay. We'll get there. Yeah. Okay, go what on. What did you just put Sorry. together? I can't say it yet. It'll give away too much. Okay. So he foreshadowing. Um, oh, yeah. So he's he's like the stereotypical Hollywood movie guy who's like loves loves the coke. So um he's Just like doing 90s. lines at the party and Lisa's like, here, let, let's try my coke. Mm-hmm. And he accidentally snorts the worm. Mm-hmm. Um and then he starts freaking out. So he's like itching and he's hot. There's all these people at this party. Mm-hmm. He goes outside, he has this big pool, and then do you want to see what happens next? <laughs> uh, dude catches on fire. It's the director who was brought yeah, in who to took replace it over. Lisa. Yeah. Catches on fire, like self-combust, which we do have an episode that talks about self-combustion. We do. Spontaneous <laughs> combustion is real. Yes. Yeah, and so he, he just bursts into, into flames. Yes. Like just burnt up. Mm-hmm. and he did survive they do mention that he went to the hospital and had like third degree burns or whatever but um that was a pretty like oh okay that just happened um yeah and that was the boyfriend of the person that had the bandages on getting the plastic surgery to look like daryl hannah oh really okay, okay okay yeah that was that connection i didn't pick that up the first time i, I didn't watched get it, that yeah but the second time i picked that up mm-hmm. okay and then so Lisa's kind of like WTF. Um, this is a lot happening. Yes, mm-hmm. I said I wanted to light his life on fire, but this is like literal fire. And then Boro, who is also at the party, she just is like she's, there. She's just she's so omnipresent. Who would question that? If you show up with a cat, you are obviously supposed to be there. Yes. And she tells Lisa that they're just getting started. Right. Wah, wah, wah. So this episode was a little shorter than the other ones, um, but still not many details around Boro in this one or her role, really. Is she helping? Is she hurting? Lou just has hiccups at this this point, so Lisa's actually taking the brunt of it more. Well, emotionally for me at this point, um, which is a little foreshadowing that I just said that at this point, (laughs) I... I'm still like, well, everyone has seen this, this, I guess. Everyone has seen, you know, Lou deserves this. Good. You know, I'm glad bad shit is happening to him. He's a bad man. You know, that's still where I'm at at this point. Right. Right. I can't wait to talk about again. It's like only the last two. I I feel like I felt a certain way about this up until like season seven. And then I watched seven and eight and then I felt different. Um, Episode seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, episode number four, Tadpole Smoothie. Tadpole Smoothie. Mm. Gross. Right. These sound like our uh, episode titles. <laughs> They're pretty good. So, okay. Starts off with Lisa arriving home to find the trap door in her apartment open. Uh, you know, what? so what does she do? She goes down alone. <laughs> why not? Into the dark. Yeah, like, why would you do that? So I'm you know, with my psychology mind, I'm like, is this the doorway to her subconscious? Like, what is this? Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like, that was a good But thought. I definitely would not go down there alone because I'm way too much of a Brady cat. I probably would have. I would have been freaked out, but I probably would have gone down. No, I would have um, ran away. <laughs> I Immediately. Gone. I would have seen that trap door open. I would have ran away. <laughs> I would have found code. 
Christine. Let's go down. Oh, you'd make code go down. No, co- I would totally make code go down and code would. <laughs> you would because he's in love with you still. So <laughs> exactly. down in this <laughs> hatch, there's a single couch and a severed eyeball. And you're like, what? Okay. What? So the couch suddenly changes to a faceless woman. Oh, and the couch isn't like, okay, well, anyway. Uh, so she starts whispering. You can't really tell what she's saying. And Lisa gets the fuck out of there. Gets back up. Out. Yeah. So this, yeah. the woman who's sitting on the couch initially has her face turned away. And mm-hmm. Lisa has shared that. Makes she's a noise never- like. And Lisa shared that that. she's never seen her mother's face. Yeah. Even in photographs. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, is that her mother? Yeah. Right. Um, Are we going to see her mother's face as the woman slowly starts to turn? But then there's like this no face. There's no face. Well, and it's really interesting to me at this point because, you know, I, you know, her, they make a point to say that her dad died but her mom is kind of gone. Like they don't say that her mom's dead. So I, I thought that was an interesting distinction at this point. And then seeing that I thought the same thing about her mom, but I made me question it a little bit of like, well, but her mom isn't dead is, it, you know, so it kind of ruled out the ghost concept yeah. for me. And when it turned around and it was just that big gaping hole, like that was Going, pretty scary. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so now Lisa runs away. I'm like, oh, now you run away. Okay. Right. You're going to soak that all up first. <laughs> I would have um, done that from the beginning. And now yes. you run away. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So <laughs> let's talk about Lou again. So the studio. Yes. Let's get faith. back to Lou. The studio has lost faith in the film project while a strange black dog was waiting outside of his house. And there were large spiders crawling out of a out of Lou's box of special coffee, um, and it ends up biting Jonathan, the son. So he had a very painful erection, <laughs> and was taken to the hospital. Yes. So Lou apparently gets this specialty coffee in the mail, um, and when Which, the package is open, this giant, I mean, it looks tarantula looking. It's that and she's big. from Brazil, right? Is that right? I can't remember. Oh, you know what? I was I wondering if there was a connection. I bet it's from Brazil because Brazil. yeah, the connection, but I'm just, yeah. I'm just spitballing her. I no, I do think it was Brazil because they mentioned it at the end too, for where she goes back to. Yeah. No, cause that would make sense. Oh, I buy my coffee. I get it imported. Oh, from Brazil. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's where Lisa's from. Did yes. you say that? I can't remember. I just did. Okay. So this thing, yeah, bites his son um, while Lou is off freaking the fuck out looking. Who her son like, was Like, he's freaking funny. out looking for bugs. He thinks his house is infected. I mean, yeah, he, Lou is tripping. He's having a bad trip. He's tripping. And, and I have to say, I really liked the son. Like, initially when she goes in to get the pubes, right? Like, he kind of, he's like, yeah do it i fucking hate my dad <laughs> yeah exactly he doesn't give a fuck right and then he gets bitten and he has this erection a so. very painful erection so like he's in pain like writhing yes i wonder so, if that really is a side effect of getting a spider bites and i wonder like the adrenaline spiders. adrenaline maybe i mean i haven't heard of it but 
it's not beyond the realm of possibility. We've talked about a lot of weird shit on this podcast. This is true. So Lou's convinced now that Lisa is behind this and even the threats to, um, and he threatens to hurt her if things get any worse. Uh, he has several men. So he's reached out now to find out what's going on at this point. He's like, just follow her, we'll figure out what's happening. Um, and meanwhile, Lisa shows up to see Boro again. Um, she's wanting to call it off. Things are feeling too real. But Boro's like, no, not doing that. Mm-hmm. And so Lisa's like, no more throwing up kittens. And Boro agrees. Fine, no more throwing up kittens. <laughs> Which is terrible <laughs> foreshadowing to what's it, to come. It is. Um, kittens are not the worst of it, we find out. Well, throwing so, up kittens are not the worst of it. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. So then Boro has a strange encounter with a woman named Shauna. She seems to recognize the woman and calls her Jennifer. That is until she suddenly decides she's mistaken out of nowhere and apologizes. Oh, I must be mistaken. Sorry. Yep, yep. Which, this was the first time that I think we see a little glimpse of Boro actually manipulating people's minds in public, like where it's not just Lisa. Yeah, well, I mean, Boro's definitely a witch, like for sure. <laughs> for sure. And what were they getting at the pet store? Right, that's a good question. I didn't think about that. What is she getting at the pet store? Food for the cats. Cats gotta right. eat. She's getting weird shit at the pet store. So okay. um Jonathan walks out of the hospital where he's been getting treated for his painful erection. But is he okay? No, he's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's like brain dead zombied. Lou is freaking out because his life is actually turning into a dumpster fire. But at this <laughs> point, he's still rich like. and still an asshole. So I don't feel sorry for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, agreed. I still don't feel bad. You know, I feel a little bad about, you know, his son, but whatever. Um, yeah. So Lisa enlists Roy's help to try to Good figure old out. Roy. Tries to figure out what's going on with Boro. There's definitely something to this Jennifer who was at the store. So she's like raising eyebrows. Um, so they actually go out to visit Shauna um, from the store and they show up at her house. According to her, this Jennifer, she knows went missing 10 years prior. And she hasn't, the, that the person she saw today wasn't punk rock and or was punk rock enough to wasn't punk rock enough to be the same person um so it must be the wrong one because she looked punky yeah and she said that um jennifer or boro actually has a husband and kids in the burbs right weird and at this point i'm like what That's what's going pro- on probably one of my favorite scenes okay <laughs> so jonathan discharges himself from the hospital Okay, right, weird. And goes straight over to Boros. She crushes crushes a strange concoction of tadpoles and something powdery and injects it into his neck. Yeah, okay. some kind of procedure. We don't know what it is. 
we but don't condone he's it. Gone to Boro's place <laughs> and has something done. Okay, so then Lisa checks into a motel, right? And she's running Lisa a bath. And Roy. Yes, Roy Boy's there with her. And she's okay. Run- this is the point in the movie. <laughs> Do you want to share this part? You seem like you're excited. Well, this was a turning point for me because yeah. at this point, I'm like, okay, this is you know, this is a different show. This is okay, little little cool, little different, little odd. Yeah. But at this Shit moment weird. <laughs> in time, I was like, what in the actual hell? Yeah, this is maybe going be like, on. Oh, they are leveling what up is right now. Happening. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Weirdness commences. So yes. she's Lisa's not feeling well. No. Yeah, you know, she's not feeling well. <laughs> to say the least. She goes in the bathroom, a hole has opened on the side of her body. Like by her ribs. So it's yeah. like, yeah, well, I wouldn't be feeling well either. But then she touches it. And then I'm like, I was Does like, I feel uh, good to her. Look at that's what I'm like, like feeling good. Did I she know. just have an orgasm? Right. Like, what is happening? I'm fairly certain she had an orgasm. It was yeah, weird. it seemed like she was having an orgasm. And then a goddamn kitten, <laughs> one of those soggy slimy. newborn wet <laughs> newborn. kitten slimy feline <laughs> bundles emerges out of the hole in the side of her body yes she births a kitten out of the hole in the side of her body okay but shit gets even weirder you think like that's it okay and then no Roy no goes, no no Roy yeah so this is in the bathroom alone Roy's like are you okay so um, she comes out of the bathroom and brings Roy up to speed on everything. Mm-hmm. And um, some more amazing dialogue between Roy and Lisa. So Roy says, okay, so you've been producing kittens? <laughs> and Lisa says, so I guess I'm it. full of surprises. And Roy says, and kittens, apparently. <laughs> this is the best dialogue ever written of all time. <laughs> true uh so lisa decides puking the kittens wasn't actually so bad uh and i'm like yeah like everything in perspective right so wait really unexpected turn of events okay good okay i was like we can't skip over that no we're not we're not okay uh roy starts being sexual with her side body hole with her side hole (laughs) Like very sexual, and uh, Lisa's into it because it hurt my it feels good. It hurt my insides watching it. I was like, oh god, oh god and, stop! Uh, Roy is really into it too. Into it uh, up to his elbow. Yeah, up to his elbow in her up inside to the elbow in, in her, her rib side hole. body hole that apparently is <laughs> orgasmic. And I have to say, right at this moment, made me think of. So my aunt started watching this for the, <laughs> and she put, she like sent my dad a message after the first kitten throw up and was like, what the fuck is she having us watch? And, yeah, and, then, yeah, yeah. and then this part, I'm like, oh, just buckle up. Here we yeah, go. And, and at this point I'm, I'm too far in. Like I'm, Ooh. I'm in. It doesn't even I'm matter buckled. to me at this it's point. It's happening. Like, Whatever's I'm, happening. I never, happening. never have seen a movie where someone shoves their arm sexually into someone's side hole. 
where uh, a kitten was just birthed. Never. Right. Never. A first. A first has happened for me. And that I mean, the amount of creativity often. that has gone into right. this, like kudos. kudos. I'm throwing kudos around my room. Right. So some people may feel this is really disgusting and out of taste, and you're just probably not a listener of our podcast. Okay. You're probably so. not. Okay. So they end up doing so, the deed. They do the do. And the right. next morning, the hole is gone and a kitten tattoo is in its place. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. both like awkward. Let's not talk about it. I'm like, been there, done that. <laughs> no one needs to know. Okay. Let's so, just pretend it didn't happen. So a lot happened in this episode, right? Because then Lou's informant finds Boro's address and goes to confront her. And Boro nonchalantly reveals that, she, yeah, I've been hired to curse you. And I remember just how <laughs> she's like, <laughs> I like the part where he like walks away kind of like, eh, and she goes, uh, I expected more from you. Get back here. <laughs> like, Come on, <laughs> fight. So, so apparently it's not just a you're connected. It is a symbiotic relationship, meaning that when one strikes, the other will hit back. So it doesn't just go from Lisa to him. It goes from him to Lisa. So Bora decides to use Lou's arrival to her advantage, tasking him with finding out what happened to Lisa in the past. So she kind of uses him and sends him off. Maybe you should go figure that out. She has secrets. Mm. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the episode, Lou gets his son back and he seems a little bit like a zombie. A little dead, but live. A little less alive than dead. A little zom dead. Um, Okay, so let me think here. Yeah, this... So we're four episodes in, and now I'm like, this is starting to feel a lot like that, you know, careful what you wish for sort of thing. Like, things are not going to plan. This wasn't the clear cut... I want my movie script and he fucked me over. Please crash his car. Like, no, you're going to pay that. for what you want. Yeah. You may get what you want, but you're going to heavily pay for it. This is, is a is token economy. Yes, exactly. So, some questions here. The Jennifer, is this really the same Jennifer from 10 years ago? What is that? We don't really know. What's yet. with Jennifer and her family right. and the burbs? We have lots of questions at this point. Lots of questions. I, I mean, will really there be more side body, whole sex? Right. Everything's a question right now. And everything's I'm, a question. Once you see someone get sexed in the side angle up to the elbow, you are pretty much down to see whatever comes next. And Roy leaves. You know, he was going to write a note. I think he started it. It just said Lisa, but he was out the door. <laughs> yeah. He's I like, mean, oh, I thought I'd be gone before you wake up. You, like, so at this point, up. I'm like, is he doing a dine and dash? Like, what's happening? I mean, I can't really blame him. That was super fucking weird. How do you wake up after that and feel okay? Yeah, I, I mean, know. and as lifelong uh, professional of the sneak out, before somebody wakes up like i i'm not flinging blame or shame on roy at all right episode five jennifer jennifer Jennifer. you wanted to know more you're gonna get more episode five (laughs) begins with Bora bringing home a stack of raw meat from her uh for her undead subject so from her connection at the butcher shop right which was apparently (laughs) sexual that was an odd little he's like all into her 
So <laughs> they're eating all this raw food and Lisa manages um, to track down Jennifer's husband in the meantime, Mike. And she's Lisa's kind of while we're at the butcher shop, we're reminded that Boro could use a pedicure because we see her pointy, pointy, pointy toenails poking out from the front of her fur slippers, kitten slippers, kitten fur slippers. Now we know what's happening with all those kittens. Damn it! Right, it's definitely not just cuddling them. It's not cuddling because we never see them alive. No, other than her one creepy naked cat. Well, she does. Maybe that's why that one gets yeah. to live because there's it doesn't produce uh slipper fur. Yeah. I don't know. And also, oh. wasn't she wearing fur coats at the party? Yeah, yeah. She that, always had kitten fur coats, perhaps. I think so. I think so. Because they oh, were always Jennifer. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're getting the idea that Jennifer is not the good guy in this story, or hashtag borrow. Um so Lisa's kind of pissed off at this point. Things aren't going the way she wants. She just had open hole elbow sexuals. I mean, she kind of liked it. I don't know. She seemed totally into it. But um, so she's no, it's she, definitely, I think, pleasurable experience. Yeah, on both but, part, but probably parts. shocking to have it. Shocking. It right. have to be shocking. So she's mad and she brings Mike to Boros hideout. Like, haha, haha. And because she was like, I figured out your thing <laughs> and he's, you know, bear hugged by a zombie guy named Pierre Boro <laughs> knows who this man is and offers Lisa the chance to learn everything about it. He says, yes, of course. You know, hi, Mike. Yes. I, yes, I will share everything. Yes, Lisa, you need to come to dinner so we can talk. Okay. They go to Mike's place. Do you want to share? Um, well, <laughs> if you don't, I can. I a, know whole gang a whole gang goes so, to the suburbs. Yes. For a family dinner of poison spaghetti and garlic bread. We have mm-hmm. moments of like, is this domestic bliss? <laughs> you know, right. they're, you know, Lisa and, and Boro <laughs> are like making spaghetti that was my favorite uh, part when they're all just sitting at the table and it's like they're all the table <laughs> but then like the kids like where the fuck have you been <laughs> you know <laughs> like they're typical teens like not buying it uh like but, this is weird let's address it <laughs> yeah but boro in her infinite wisdom had po- poisoned the spaghetti and so they all um passed out at the table Yes, it was a great moment. And it was oh, it was really done for Lisa. Like a lot of eye contact from Boro to Lisa saying like, you did this, you made me yeah. do this. And yeah. now you're going to watch it happen, uh, yes. which I thought was kind of a nice saucy, like, fine. You want to stick your nose into places that doesn't belong. You're going to get bit. So, yes. And you're going to so hurt. Boro reveals, though, at this time that she's always been Boro. She's yes. an ancient being who switched bodies every few decades. Mm-hmm. But now that they've revealed this to the family, what happens? Um, they all get poisoned by their spaghetti? You know, they have to, Lisa oh. has to help Boro <laughs> extract the painful oh, memories yes, yes, yes. of the night from the husband and kid's brains. Oh yeah, she like holds their heads while uh Boros like digging up their nose with the like little bottom pulling stick. out the memories yeah 
Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> of course, Boro eats the memories as soon as they're extracted. Like, nom, nom, nom. I, there were so many just like gross scenes of like eating things in this series. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So if you don't like that, you might not like this. No, I, mean, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody likes it. But if you like being on your toes, it's a good show. Um, it was so different from... You know, in Harry Everything Potter, else. how Dumbledore like kept that bowl full of memories. And they're all like yes. beautiful and crystalline. Right. It was such a different experience of memory extraction. Yeah. It's kind <laughs> of like the, you're like, oh, that's what a memory can, uh, memories can look gross and nasty. Snotty. Snotty. Slimy. More of like the brain than this kind of idealized version of what we view memories as being. And then they woke up and then no, no memory they were. <laughs> so then i'm you? like did how much did borrow extract like all of it well because that's <laughs> what I, I thought that was really funny because it was uh like borrow made it sound like well you made me do this now i have to pull out the memory so you're thinking again i think the show makes you assume the best and then the worst happens so you assume the best okay she's extracting that memory and then later they wake up and who are you like it's just yeah no she didn't give a shit she just scrambled it up and pulled it out whatever it was there was no precision involved and what happens if she eats them does that mean she has their memories who knows i've never got an answer to that but maybe i mean it seems like as a witch like that's what would happen i mean you keep calling her a witch i mean i i just went to like some like a spirit or demon well i mean witch in the most positive way possible i mean Boro was an amazing witch in that con- in that yeah absolutely so yes, okay no negative connotations when I use the term witch no okay so heading over now let's see here we're at let's see here well Luke Lou goes to seek out the actor yes. from Lisa's movie yes and dun, 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 she's wearing an eye patch and we saw the eyeball when she went downstairs in the trap door so it's like what's going on and the movie is called somebody's eye can't remember the name of it isn't lisa's eye no it's another name oh it's the other name that's right i can i just be honest i don't like that character the one with the eye patch i didn't like her it's okay i I just didn't like her she's i think i think that was intentional somewhat intentional yeah 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 okay fine um let's see here can we diagnose her no we probably shouldn't <laughs> um maybe if we just say we're not diet we're not diagnosing her but here's some things we see but bpd probably <laughs> um yes for certain <laughs> history of emotionally volatile relationships mm-hmm. a lot of external blame yes i have to say though not a lot of management of emotions uh-huh yeah or accountability I think once she arrived, she was probably, we'll get there. I can't, I can't talk ahead. I can't talk ahead. Okay. Uh, but also exacerbated by what we'll reveal later. Yes. <laughs> okay. So it turns out that Lisa completely screwed over this person we're talking about. <laughs> so she is, you know, missing eye. Uh, the last day of shooting this film, the one that Lisa's out there trying to promote and get to be the director of um she saw a strange being inside of lisa and it scared her the next part of the story is kind of hazy but 
um the her fingers had blood on them and so they made a very clear connection that she gouged out her eye during the filming of the movie so oh it's lucy 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 eye. i i think lucy's I eye. yeah 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 so lou talks to lucy and asks her what happened to her eye and yeah like you said she doesn't know um but she herself is wondering like almost unable to face the horror of did she claw her own eye out like what happened to her eye she got so we have questions there. at this point she was left there yeah um, and she and like and then lou's like you haven't seen the uh, have you referring to the film so we now we know like the answers of what happened to Lucy's eye are in that film and Lucy has not seen it. And mm-hmm. Lucy has questions and Lucy is um, angry. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. And in this episode too, Lisa goes to check on Jules, the one that, who caught fire at the um, at the party. So he's still alive. He has a lot of burns on his body. Everyone decorates his cast. But Jonathan, the son of Lou, actually shows up at the hospital too. Uh, and then Veronica takes him home. He's not himself. And he, he starts eating dog food and perked up at the sound of Lisa's name. So this gave Lou a little like, wait a minute he's acting odd he's eating dog food and he perks up to lisa's name and he was already blaming her for things at this point and what's really funny about that scene um is that jonathan's mom walks by him and doesn't recognize him and is kind of like looking at him in like disgust because he's got Mm -hmm. like this leather jacket with a spider on the back (laughs) like Uh, angsty teen yeah and the spider i thought that was funny because the spider bit bit, him and caused the painful erection situation um so just like yeah it gives him that look of disgust because she's a rich bitch and then like like shit that's my son (laughs) so okay so now lisa goes back to her apartment and is jumped and is beaten to death um Almost to death. Almost to death. Shattered ankle, blood. She suddenly wakes up. Um, she sees Jonathan down at the end of the hallway, and she crawls over and asks to go see Boro. And these bad guys were sent to quote unquote ankle Lisa by Lou. Yeah, this was. The these point- are the two like actual bad guys that lisa accidentally um contracted with earlier in the show yes yes and and lou at first he's like i just want you to find information at this point lou's pissed he knows that she's connected he just doesn't know how or why and is like he's extremely irrational at this point yes yeah so this scene very neurotic lisa is getting her ass just beat like I thought this was really well done. So mm-hmm. the scenes switch back and forth between um, the Lucy's Eye film, which is black and white, mm-hmm. like that horror film. Yeah. And um, the actor Mary's reactions watching that because she's seeing for the first time, like mm-hmm. what actually happened with her eye. 
and then in like brutal bloody color the violence that lisa is experiencing so it kept shifting between those three um scenes and i just thought it was really well done to just show like, yeah. all this energy like you're like oh shit oh shit like it's all building like something yeah. bad is building in in mm-hmm. multiple areas like in the fictional area in mary's world in lisa's world like a lot of bad shit is coming mm-hmm. and in this episode too um this is the first episode that like fully introduces zombies in general (laughs) and um so it does you know add a bit of weirdness to everything and a little like it feels a little silly too to me like um there's some it's a little campy yeah Yeah, it's a little campy but it kind of to me it added to that uh like oh this is a classic type of horror movie like yeah classic b movie right right yeah intentionally can can watch it and relax that it's not really gonna happen to you right it's there are enjoy there are pivot points where you're on edge for sure but then it like eases it lulls you back into a sense of security before you puke yeah totally right right and it's not like those shows that are like too real where you're like where you're I'm gonna like, lock my doors because this is 100% happening right. to me tonight. You're able to stop the episode and be like, well, none of that <laughs> applies to me. Yeah, like oh. I've never barfed a kitten. I don't know anyone that's barfed a kitten. Like this I was enthralled the whole time, but I don't need to worry about this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so are we ready to go to episode six? Well, I just want to say one, oh, go for uh, one bit. So at Mary, the actor that plays Lucy, finally sees the end of the the film and sees the end of it she sees herself pull out her own eye and eat it she ate her own eye and then mary says i fucking ate it i fucking ate it she's pissed she's horrified and she's pissed and you're feeling like oh like all this anger is going straight to lisa like that's what I felt like. Oh, she's she's hell bent on Benish. Like she's already unstable. We can see that. And now she's she's put some pieces together. Yes, there's a connection being made of what the you can see her being like. What the fuck did Lisa make me do? Yes, and then um, Lisa comes to and is dragging her broken body down the hall like she's fucked up. And then weirdly, Jonathan in his zombie state is standing there and um, he takes her to borrow. So that's the end of that. I don't know. I kind of think, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. It kind of relates to this episode. (laughs) So I'll sit on it. Okay. Okay. Milk, milk bath. Milk bath. Which has been, has been done historically as a way of like cleansing and ritual for a lot of different types of you like um, milk cultures. like personally to drink it i drink soy milk typically if i'm drinking it in something like i don't like drinking large quantities of milk however sometimes i get a weird childhood urge to like drink a glass of milk which doesn't happen often but occasionally i get the urge within the hour half hour maybe i will have complete and massive diarrhea if i drink a glass of milk <laughs> i do not have that issue with dairy like everything will liquefy and turn to milk brown milk 
and then shoot out of my body. (laughs) So I don't drink milk. (laughs) That's a good thing. (laughs) Don't do it. Okay. Anyways, folks, um, here we go. (laughs) We're right back. Sorry, was that oversharing? We see Mary, aka what's her face? What's her name? In the movie, Lucy is the character. character. Yes, Lucy's eye is the film. So she's shooting the film, and they're like romantic. So now we see that they were like. They were a thing. They were a thing. And they took, she sat, so it was Lucy's idea to take peyote. Hey, pi, why did I say that weird? <laughs> hey, I said it really weird. I said I've it like never I, heard that term rhyme with coyote. That's what I'm saying. Coyote, coyote. I said it like coyote. Um, well, that's embarrassing. So they took peyote. That's not the most embarrassing thing we've ever done on this podcast. So that's take comfort in that. Right. Um, <laughs> all right. Anyways, so um, so they kind of like show this like of them back and forth, kind of cutesy. Everyone leave. We're doing this ourselves. We're gonna take the peyote, oh um, so we can be real and like really connect. Okay. Which yeah. Is I mean, I'm getting the feeling at this point though that like, what's her name? Mary is more into Lisa <laughs> than Lisa's into Mary agreed i'm wondering is lisa using mary a little bit yes yes um she's already used several people up to this point so it doesn't shock me that yeah it's part it seems like it could be a because even possibilities earlier even lou said like i when he found lucy or mary whoever um said like i really loved your screen presence so i could see if that was a thing that uh, Lisa would capitalize on. And Lisa might know how, yeah, to capitalize on that vulnerability. So we're starting to see how Lisa's maybe not necessarily a good guy either. Good gal. Good whatever. Well, I'm going to suspend judgment. I suspend judgment. My judgment (laughs) passed. Okay, so... Here we go. So back, it kind of takes us back to the present time where Lisa um, is now awake in a strange bath at Burroughs house in the like jungle house. Um, at the same time, Mary shows up to see Lou overhearing his conversation about Lisa being killed. So she's actually pretty happy, though, and decides to join him to look at her corpse. Obviously, when they get there, though, they just see bloodstains. Oops. Okay. I pressed a button. Sorry. So Lisa's in Boro's healing milk bath. And Boro puts her leg back in place and reminds her that pain is temporary, which I love because it's so true. But in the moment, that knowledge is not helpful at all. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, nobody <laughs> looks at you with understanding when you say that I'm in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Say it after, say it after, right? And then I was wondering, like, Yes, milk historically is healing, but does it have some connection with the kittens who like to drink milk? Oh God, I didn't even think about that. That makes so much sense. I mean, okay. it was so milky. Like I felt, I oh, was, yeah, was out looking at it. Like I'm not going to lay in that bath. I mean, I mean, yes, if it would heal my broken leg, I would. But right, I would if it would heal. Not me. just by choice. I 100% would do it if there's any chance. Uh- <laughs> so at this point, we're not loving Mary. Right. Um. I didn't like it. She seems super vindictive. She's giving very jilted girlfriend, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mm -hmm. Mary tags along with Lou um, 
or Mary tags, tags along with the bad guys when Luce sends them to Burroughs' house to finally kill Lisa. Why right. won't Lisa die? Why won't Lisa die? <laughs> Lisa got a burrow. So, <laughs> okay. So now yeah, Burrow probes Lisa about who Wait, Mary is. Probes Lisa? Intellectually about who oh, Mary okay. is. She doesn't get anywhere, so she decides to open up open up herself about a story from her past nine hundred <gasps> years here's ago. The lore. Right, the lore. The story involved a white jaguar and James Dean. The story ends with confirmation that a strange woman in Lisa's basement seems to be a manifestation of this white jaguar. Anything well, you want to add to that part? Yeah, that's not how I took it. Okay. I thought the the couch is the jaguar because in the story that Burroughs said it said the white jaguar had been turned into a couch by the Spaniards. Yes, yes, yes. And the couch looked like white jaguar print. So I thought the couch was the jaguar and the woman was Lisa's mom. Gotcha. So and I guess I just viewed that all as the same thing. They could all be the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't fuck if I know anything. Whole face in this movie. mom, white jaguar couch. Which you notice outside of Boro's house had jaguars out front. Did you notice the statues out front? No, the interesting. Paintings? So, so I don't. Yeah. There's, so with this, there's some myth, connection. Like, yeah. So Boro said like. She had tricked this white jaguar, and so this white jaguar had been out for revenge ever since. And this was mm-hmm. in ancient times. Yes, yes, that's what I'm conv- like. That's that's part of when I was talking at the very beginning. Like, I wish there's a little bit more backstory to some things. Like, this is a thing I wanted more. Like, I want to know that. I want to know that full lore story of what happened. I think that'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So then. We, it, I mean, we end up finding out that the zombies are 100% dead. <laughs> like, they're not people alive anymore. But they do have fractured memories. And that Boros keeping them alive with a very specific substance. The tadpole smoothies we've kept seeing little bits about. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, so then she gets picked up. Lisa gets picked up by Cody and Christine. And goes by her place to pick up her stuff before staying at Cody's again. James uh, happens to be waiting at her place. Only this time Lisa's ready for him. She pounces and the scene cuts. The audio So James must be one of the bad guys. Yes, yes, yes. He's one of the attacker guys. So um, you hear ripping flesh noise and like gishy noises as uh prompting mary to squeeze her eyes shut while in the closet yeah something's happening it's really bad so it makes you feel like lisa has turned into an animal right like tore someone apart yeah and and roy shows up outside right roy boy's always just showing up roy boy so with blood everywhere covered from top to bottom she like comes out and she is coated in blood a Roy especially decides, around her mouth area right 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 the mouth hole not her other holes she has many <laughs> many at this point Roy decides the gang should all team up together to dump the body everyone is really 
kind of casual about it. <laughs> like I was actually surprised how like, okay, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> what do we do? Um, the only person who's a little shaken up is actually Cody who sticks around and smokes instead. So I don't know, Roy um, decides to turn away from Lisa and leave. He admits that she brings out the self-destructive tendencies in him and he's best staying away from her. Back at the apartment, Lisa returns to find Mary has killed Cody. Uh, Code. Code, sorry, code, not Cody, code. Um, and like, that's so sad. And that's when I don't, not, she's not sad about it. I'm sad about it. I'm sad about code being killed. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's- and, and Christine asked, asked Lisa what killing the guy was like. And Lisa mm-hmm. said special, like opening a birthday present. And cr- when they are going to uh, put the guy in the, place they put him like under this floor in this warehouse um christine asked if they should say something and lisa says fuck this man (laughs) (laughs) fuck this man perfect things to say right fuck this man um (laughs) so i mean the only real kind of gap i'm seeing at this point is like police aren't really involved at any point in this show so if you expect (laughs) them to show up they're just not gonna (laughs) they're just not here it's fine whatever that's all i have to say about that um okay episode seven well one more thing go for it so roy uh breaks up with lisa oh yes yes roy tells lisa he can't get addicted to her and you know, he's saying these words, but I mean, he, he's so good in this role, the actor. Like, he's saying these words, but you're like, he doesn't mean anything. But it saying. reminds me so much of Mary, right? Like, she's so <laughs> much more into Lisa than Lisa's into her. I <laughs> yeah. got the same vibes the other way. Yeah. So he's like explaining, he's trying to be all logical about it. He's like, from a career and personal safety standpoint, fair, <laughs> fair up to, to this break point. Up. And Lisa is like, I totally get that. And it's just like, bye. (laughs) He's like, "Uh, bye. I I love her approach. He's probably experienced a lot more like sobbing and begging and past breakups. But Lisa doesn't have time for that. Yeah, he probably like (laughs) practiced for a whole day or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that. And like, you know, had like responses for all the responses. And she just said, okay. (laughs) Okay, bye. She's just like, yeah. she totally gets that. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. But I love how he says, like, from a career and personal safety standpoint. Fair. I mean, people are starting starting to die, like, all around her. <laughs> yes. Okay. Ready? Episode and, and, seven? Well, I think there's significance that oh, go ahead. Yeah. when Lisa found Code dead, mm-hmm. his eye was stabbed out. Yes. With Lou's letter opener. Oh, yes. No, that does need to be brought up because uh, what's her face? Mary was still in the closet um, when all that went down and then Code stayed to smoke as they went to dispose the body. So there is an assumption that uh, Mary killed. That Mary did it. Mary. Mary came out of the closet, picked up Lou's letter opener and stabbed Code in the eye because... Mm -hmm. Her eye was gone, and now everybody's eye needs to be gone. So she's throwing some shade like a bitch. Mary! 
Ain't nobody got time to stand in your shade. I don't like Mary. Everyone's got vitamin D deficiencies already. We need some sunshine. <laughs> All right. So Episode here we seven. go. Egg. Episode seven. Egg. 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 When I saw that title, I was like, what does this mean? Egg. Okay. So <laughs> here we are. Begin. This is, it starts with a past look with Lou and Jonathan out for lunch. So Lou and his son. It all goes great. However, it's not real. It's no, I was act- confused because I thought it was real. Yeah, it was not real. I was confused too. I um, totally thought it was real. I'm like, oh, it was like better. This- no, he was slipping into <laughs> some depressive, crazy, psychotic state because his <laughs> life is literally a dumpster fire at this point, literally. as you mentioned. And he has a worm in his brain somewhere. And he has snorting. a worm. He doesn't know that yet, though. No, but he did snort it. We do know that. At this but point. he didn't know. It was an accident. He didn't know. It was an accident. Yes. Um. So he gets a call from Alvin. So Lou, Alvin is the one, I believe, who is the, He's the rich movie investor guy. Yeah, the other dude. So he... Lou's kind of acting erratic, struggling to, like, have normal conversation <laughs> at this point He's with his distracted. colleague. Right. Like, and I could see that being very hard to have a normal conversation when every single thing in your life is on fire and just be like, yeah, everything's great. That's hard. Yeah. She, he doesn't understand why Lisa is not dead. Yeah. He doesn't understand why she's not dead. And the, he makes a comment at this point of like, you know, maybe we should just give her back the movie. And the other guy's like, well, that's what I told you from the beginning, which I thought was a funny, like, ha, like you fucked up. You yeah, fucked up. right. Exactly. You got what was coming for you, Lou. So then he has her call. The other dude has Lou call her in a very awkward phone message that she then picks up. And, you know, this is her post being beat almost to death by someone she knows that was sent by him. Mm hmm. So it didn't go well, to say the least. Um, yes. Sorry, I'm slightly distracted because my dog just farted and it is horrifying. <laughs> if Ooh. you want to, you want to pick up so I don't have to open my mouth so much for a minute. Uh, sure. Oh, so bad. So, oh uh, Lisa thinks Lou is behind Code's death and tells Lou she's gonna kill him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want me to keep going? You're keep still going. It's, I'm still, still here. Uh, Lisa goes to Boro's house and looks a poison toad so she can see where her enemy is because she wants to kill Lou. Yeah. Because she, you know, cared about code. Um, even though she's a psychopath, it's not complete psychopath. Like she actually cared about code or at least cares about vengeance, maybe. Maybe that mm-hmm. was more, more of the feeling. Right. Uh, but now she has to complete this ritual. Or she's gonna die in six hours. Burl's like, "What did you do? Now you're gonna die." Because she licked a toad, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and this is a huge link to our past topic about Alistair Crowley. Ah, uh, yeah. Boro tells Lisa she has to do a sex magic ritual, and I'm like, "Ooh, is that magic with Ooh. a K at the end?" It, we have an Which episode is with that. A total Alistair Crowley reference. Reference. Look at our past episode on Alistair Crowley. We get into all things Alistair, and uh, so she, she just goes to Roy for the sex magic ritual. Roy boy. After Again, they've she's... broken up, by the way, or Roy's and... like, "I can't see you." 
And yes. I just thought this scene was so relatable to me personally, <laughs> um, where Lisa is like trying to be sexy while mm-hmm. also not dying. Right. She's like, uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. and her legs are like shaking she's like like i'm listening to you i'm i'm really listening to you right now are you done no i, I was yet? like i have been there i need so to jump your bones times. let's go <laughs> it was funny so it, many it, times that was some of the best that acting was I fantastic think, scene it was great because yeah. <laughs> then you're like you can see how she totally ends up like pulling him in without even needing to when she goes and sits directly next to him and is like right up in his face uh-huh uh-huh but well, my body he's into her. I mean, he's yeah. he's trying to deny it. I mean, if this dangerous girl comes to your brain. house and it doesn't offer any emotional like um, ties and just wants to have sex with you, like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, especially like sex magic. Sure, I already put my fist in. And he's already hole. had weird side body <laughs> hole elbow. Right, magic right, right, with right. Her. Yeah. So he's mm-hmm. like, well, what's this gonna be? I'm all in. Right. Are there kittens involved? I don't know, but I'm his, curious. His left brain says don't. His right brain says, uh-huh. Sure, <laughs> He's kitten okay. curious. Right. Get kitten curious. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So I love that moment. I was, was like, good. this is genius. Okay. So let's see here. Um, while Roy and Lisa are having sex, Lou in the meantime is searching for Jonathan's because his son's still missing. He doesn't know where he's at. He finds his son at Boro's place. He hugs his zombified son and squeezes <laughs> a piggy toy to like lure him out because that was all. Yeah, that was he's like attention. dog-like. Right, right. Like we learned the zombies are kind of dog-like. They yeah, like they dog, dog food, food and apparently they like dog squeaky toys. They follow basic instructions. Um, you bait them down with the spray hose, right? Yeah, it's so, so dog like. He gets him back home that way. And uh Boro's isn't there during this part, and it's actually explained through her she's so the rocking. Okay, okay. So, anyways flashback to lisa and roy right so they're sexing and she comes around the corner with a sponge to sponge up the sex she needs the sex magic sweat which by the way this also relates to past episodes both of them had to successfully orgasm for orgasm yes it had to be real sex magic real sex magic no fake orgasm sex magic right right so Meanwhile, Ralph heads over to Christine's knocking. So Ralph is the other bad guy. His his bad guy, cousin, nephew, someone was killed, right? Yeah, I didn't really get their names. Yeah, but... so Ralph was the other, the bigger bad guy, the older okay. one. Um, he goes to Christine's, uh, the friend, uh, ends up knocking her down and demanding what happened to his nephew's son, whoever that was. And Christine, like, shows them, like, I think in kind of a, please don't hurt me. Here's his corpse. And she just kept, he, he just kept saying like, tell me he's not dead. And she's like, no, he's dead. And then Poor Christine. Yeah. She's she, been out of her element this entire she just show. Gets, everyone gets fucked up by Lisa <laughs> by just association. Well, and Christine's a real estate agent. So <laughs> right, right. She's out of her element out of her element i'm a real estate agent 
you can't okay. you can't exist in the <laughs> same realm as elisa when you're a christine in right. this film it just doesn't work so okay so they've had their sexing and borona heads over to lisa's to cook up the recipe which is in the are form you calling of- it sexing Yes, I am sexy. That's what you do when you figure out if your guinea pig has an Audi or not. You sex them. Oh. Okay, they sexed. <laughs> I don't see how that's different. They sexed <laughs> each other. Um, so she makes a omelet. <laughs> with- well, wait, wait, you're skipping. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Which so, part am I skipping? What are you the about? ritual had two parts. There was sex oh, magic. Oh, that's right. And then the blood magic. They had to do blood magic. Right, right, right. Where mm-hmm. Lisa had to consume the flesh of someone who had died in their prime. Right. And conveniently, tragically, and sadly, she has someone in mind, her dear yes. ex code. Code, right. So, because they, at first it was like, who do we have to kill? But it was, oh, actually, I have a friend who already died, which I thought was interesting that she would offer up code in that situation when there was supposedly such good feelings. Again, a third person who probably felt more for her than she felt for him. Who else would she have picked, though? Well, no, but like she could have killed someone else that she didn't know and ate their body instead of eating her friend's body. I don't know. Well, he's already theory. dead, though. She didn't kill him. Does she have any problem having anybody dead? Him, she literally ate someone. Like, uh, I know, but I, I don't see her having any problem killing someone else. Oh, you thought she should have made a fresh kill just to have the meats. Okay, well, what about the body of the the guy who was trying to kill her? She could have picked that body. Why did she pick the, her friend? I just thought it was interesting choice i mean we've we've done some cannibalism topics before right <laughs> right I mean, would you rather Choices eat somebody made. that you cared about or somebody that you hated i've already said i'd eat you so so see you'd be like lisa and eat code you wouldn't want to eat somebody that tried to kill you maybe because that'd spite. be a bitter meat maybe out of spite i don't know you want a sp- sweet meat not a bitter meat yeah yeah but yeah mm-hmm if one of them looked more appetizing than the other, though, I would probably eat the other one, even if he wasn't my friend. That scene was like pretty hard to watch. Like they did a good job of mm-hmm. like really making you feel how horrifying it would be to like cut a piece of his cheek off and right, like right. cook it into scrambled eggs. And Boro's like, right. don't worry, it's mostly eggs. Ew, gross. But still, you know, I really felt like they did a good job of making you feel like nauseous about the whole situation. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So let's see here. Then Lisa, I'm trying to think, she goes down to the trap door at this point. Um, Does she go down to the trap door in this episode? Mm. She does. Because bad guy number two. um, Right who is the uncle i guess comes over to kill Lisa. uncle oh that's right he goes to her house and then that so she goes to hide down there yes and the faceless jaguar um in the black room so well the couch i think is the jaguar the couch jaguar and i think the person with no face is the mother but that's just my theories i don't know um so is down there basically and there's like a I'm trying to think to uh, the there she gets a warning when she's in the room that yes. Boro will betray her right a warning about okay. Boro yes. yes 
and confirms that a little late though i feel and confirms that the poison's gone out of her pointing oh how does that happen Uh, did she eat the omelet i can't remember i think she did yeah so the poison so she she completed the ritual and that Mm -hmm. cured the poison Poison. frog thing okay yeah and then pointed to a mysterious red door and then went through it and lisa arrives outside the building mysteriously just appears there to some portal magic shit happening (laughs) yeah i mean i would i would never go down in that trap door again i would have never been outside and then our great roy boy you know roy boy pulls up in a limo he's just like been at some like oscars or something like that he's wearing a tux and he's confessing his love for lisa great conversation again about how like he like all of that and all he could think about was her you know that yes exactly (laughs) i'm like oh roy oh Oh, roy Roy, you're gonna you're gonna get murdered but then lisa gets shot yeah like right in the midst of his profession of love by the, the bad guy and then they mm-hmm. take off in the limo and he saves her and actually his little trophy ricocheted a bullet so he didn't get hit which i thought was cute that was cute right roy boy right um i love what i love about what they did with that character is because you should like he's like you should hate him like the douchey guy but you just love him yeah, it's like like it, they made it, him endearing from the beginning. It plays to all the the fact that like not every guy in that position is douchey. Yeah, Some, exactly. Sometimes, sometimes they just want to be liked. <laughs> Busting stereotypes. Yeah, right. brand new cherry flavor people. Right. So, all right, here we go. Oh, final you, episode. Season finale. Here we go. Bodies. Bodies. Okay. Do you want to start this one off? Why don't you start? Lisa attempts to dig the bullet out of her lungs with a spoon is what I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) That did happen. Yes. (laughs) Lisa goes to kill Lou. She gets him to admit he took her film from her because when she took his hand off her leg, it made him feel small. Yeah. So now we like get the whole motivation for why he had revenge on lisa and made her um took her off as director mm-hmm. of the film so that's what started this whole thing in motion is because lou felt small because he was a predator and he got denied and so lisa changes her mind about killing him and helps so he's had this worm in his <laughs> eye this whole time like he didn't know right um the worm that came out of the the flowers that Boro gave her that like took over her room and accidentally got into the Coke packet. So she helps get this worm out of his eye. And it's uh, like this was awful really, to watch. Really so long. Like she's pulling this thing out of his eye and wrapping like, it around her like little. She's winding thing. it around like spaghetti winding it around this knife his knife as she's pulling it out and it's like way longer than a tapeworm or anything it's like super long and then at the very end it like snaps out of his (laughs) eye and um jonathan lou's son who's there he he just like snacks on it he just eats this worm like a little snack he ate that little worm from the flower coke yes and (laughs) that was so gross 
it was really gross. It was like, oh no. But again, like this whole show, just is, expect them to eat things or spit There's it a out lot of eating of things, isn't there? Right. There is a lot of wow. eating of things. Yeah. Very, um, what's the word? Um, Olaf, is it olfactory? I don't know. I think that smells. That smells. Yeah. Taste mouthy. It's very mouthy. It's very mouthy. Um, so with the zombie zombies you know just kind of wandering around um ralph shows up to confront lisa again right because they're at boro's place he's like the bad guy old uncle right yeah bad guy uncle shows up and then mary suddenly appears behind him very quickly and like slits his throat (laughs) And is this where they're that. at Bar- Boros house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at Boros. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. And oh, because um, Mary's been in the milk bath. Yes, yes. Mary was in the milk bath. Um Boro put her in there. We don't know why. Why is she? What is she doing with Mary? What is mm-hmm. she prepping Mary for? Mm-hmm. I had a moment of like protectiveness with Lisa. I'm like, no, Lisa needs to be the badass here and under. <laughs> Boros wing not mary like i had a moment of that did you I, yeah I, I think i could see that too of like a little jealousy yeah i, like, I think no, it was lisa's yeah. our gal not mary yeah exactly like we don't want Boro to have favor for mary no exactly but we find out she doesn't so she doesn't no um, she's just using mary <laughs> she's just the side piece the just in case don't worry um okay and you start to see that that jennifer's face Boro's face is cracking right she's falling apart she's falling apart um and during that part when she slits ralph's throat um it did seem like she was a bit possessed she started talking in the third person and lisa all of a sudden seemed possessed too and they show Boro with her eyes kind of going backwards at the same time um but lisa kind of restrains and leaves so there was like this like moment of Boro tried to go somehow go into lisa and And it didn't work it didn't work because i think she's getting weak right like i think it's time for her to jump bodies like yes she's overdue and so um, we're getting this plan yeah we were getting this plan at this time with mary mary was kind of used as a distraction to buy some time so Burrow could jump into Lisa's body. She needed to switch. Well, Burrow or Mary offers her own body to Burrow. Yes, yes. But Burrow has a desperate plea. Burrow, like, <laughs> says no thank you. Yeah, she basically, no, she didn't. She, like, specifically said, if you didn't have so many problems, I would absolutely pursue your body, but you've got stuff. <laughs> yeah Boris says i'd be renting rather than buying if you know what i mean that's <laughs> such a diss <laughs> yeah which she does look a little diss but like doesn't fully understand but she knows she's poor mary <laughs> poor, poor mary. mary she just wants to be accepted um okay so then at this point i'm trying to figure out what happened next um the spirit so lisa confronts Boro, right and it's, some things are starting to. Lisa click. and Roy go to kill Boro. Right, and, she's oh, getting and weak. Roy's like, "I'm going to go with you because you know I'm yeah, a yeah, guy yeah. and I'm going to be the hero." And I have a and gun. Lisa's getting stronger. 
Yes, she is. She's able to resist barfing up a kitten for Burrow. Yes, because she even Burrow said, I say when you're done making payments. And yes. and she got but then she stopped and she, she stopped. Didn't. She held it back. Right. So this is when we start to really see that Bora's been grooming Lisa this whole entire time to be her perfect vessel, right? And after helping her out, like healing her, she actually pulled the bullet out of her lung. And it makes sense. Like, of course, if you're going to take that body, you need you it, want it to, to be perfect. You want it to be alive and healthy. So she's like, that one's on the house. Well, it's self-serving. Yeah, and Lisa is strong at this point and refuses mm-hmm. to let Boro jump into her body because mm-hmm. Boro is getting weak and Lisa is strong. Mm-hmm. So then something tragic happens. I know. I was shocked. I was shocked too. I was, I was sad like, what? about it. What? I was so sad because, okay, so Boro's pissed now because Lisa just told her no and Lisa's like, bye, it's over and turns to walk yeah. out and then she does her little whistle thing and burrow has them grabbed by her zombies the minions. and then the zombie minions they grab poor roy boy poor roy there's a little struggle again more emotion from him than her but whatever and then <laughs> they machete his neck eh? well they tear his head off well that comes second yes then they grab his head yeah. and then rip it literally off yes I I was so like okay well there goes my fairy tale ending yeah I'm like well fuck this because show. I had imagined the two of them like <laughs> no, finally but why like, would realizing you? they actually oh. love each other no and no no, no. the whole thing is Lisa's been selfish this whole time every single person she has been involved but with I'm has such died. a romantic Macy she never has at any point put anyone other than herself at the forefront during I any really wanted them to like go to mexico so she can sleep with the have a happy guy and break romance. his heart no she, that's not her You're i was like up, well it up. that's that <laughs> that's that is done right like, i, I felt like my heart was just like yeah squeezed so she leaves and cut she leaves right because yeah i was like oh she leaves because they were cute i mean they were kind of cute together weren't they naomi get over it get over it (laughs) he has no head i guess twirling stop twirling your hair over there (laughs) actually did that just now um okay so in the morning lisa literally gets up and goes and meets with alvin the rich like producer guy the other one and Yeah, yeah yeah and he's like yeah i'll you can direct it lou's not in it anymore you know it's fine everything's fine and he makes a comment that i love he said you know lou's gone don't worry i know that you can't um work for two masters right you can't serve two masters serve two masters. Yeah. yes yes and she pauses like, oh and she goes uh-huh. you went there you went there you went there rich white hollywood guy right and i think she realized she couldn't serve two masters so any masters any i think is what she decided yeah right so she then just kind of gets up and leaves that whole and alvin's like what is going on this is not how this works Mm -hmm. you're supposed to kowtow to me and it doesn't happen and then um 
it kind of foreshadows to him calling her, calling her, and she's not answering her phone. And she's getting plane tickets back to Brazil. Meanwhile, Oro jumps into Mary's body. Out of desperation, I think. Out of desperation because uh, Lisa gets away. Yeah, like she's probably like, damn it. I have right. to be Mary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and it shows Jennifer there. Like Jennifer wakes up, who are you? You know, and, and sees the new Boro. Yeah. So I'm like, now is Jennifer gonna stumble back to her family in the burbs? But they're who not doesn't gonna remember, remember anything. Right, right. Oh god, more <laughs> dog fart. So bad. Um okay. <laughs> so a lot has kind of come up of this. So her mom being the spirit who's kind of helped protect her along the way. Um, but again, we don't know if her mom died, if her mom is just another spirited being-ish, witch-ish like Boro. We don't really know. Well, I, I think, yes. That's what my yeah. theory is. Yeah. I'm I think it. Lisa has like multi-generational powers and magic within her and i think lisa is related to the white jaguar yes and what i think is when they originally filmed the movie i think she was possessed both of them through the peyote um because that brings you closer to the spiritual world that's the concept of peyote that i don't think she again chose to dig out her eye and i don't think lisa forced her to do it i think they were impacted by Boro because that shows her when she's coming into town the guy on the motorcycle is one of the zombies so I feel like it's been a long it's been there this whole time maybe opened up by the peyote the spirit world kind of becoming a thin place perhaps because it's supposed to you know open you up to your soul and Mm -hmm. your inner nature and yeah experiences beyond the realm of day-to-day so I had this big takeaway of like, you know, careful what you wish for grass is green on the other side. And just this idea of, um, you know, she could have stayed, she could have killed Bora. She could have, you know, there could have been this plot of her helping save her old friend who she was romantic with at all these different turns. It could have been not about her, but even to the very end, when she goes home, it's a, bit tail between the legs of i fucked up and now i'm leaving um so that i didn't get that at all i got that i got that like she's getting on that plane and she is gonna go create some powerful shit and be her own bastard that's what i got she's going back to her homeland she's gonna tap into her her intergenerational magic she can make her own movie in her own way and answer to no one that's what i got that's why she got a one-way ticket she's not planning on coming back well i need hollywood i can see that i just also see like none of that held true in any of the rest of it so it's kind of like the hoping that she'd be romantically inclined towards Roboy. she just wasn't um, it no, but she got in, her wish with Alvin it, at the end. But it was so she in, realizes she has potential. But it wasn't in her nature. Like all this stuff, like you said, brought up her inner ways of acting and behaving, and it wasn't pretty. And it never became pretty. She never showed redeeming qualities. Here's I what I think she any. does. I think she goes to Brazil. I think she realizes her true nature. 
She makes her own film and she uses her own magic to make it really fucking weird. Including up and up to people clawing their own eyes out and eating them if that's what right, it takes. Right. I could see too she realizes that um she bit off more than she can chew and she needs to assess what's really important in her life because putting fame and putting fame at the forefront only led to dis- disaster this whole time. So I'm kind of hoping that maybe that you see shit, she's at a point of introspection. Yeah. At a point of like, you fucked up, you run home, you look at that shit and you change it because nothing you did worked. Yeah. And I interpret that totally differently. I yeah. don't think she's at that <laughs> place. I think she's riding high and still in her power for sure. hundred percent. And she's going to go continue yeah. Yeah. to make her film or another film her way and answer mm-hmm. to nobody. Well, that's why I really liked how this ended was it did leave it kind of open ended for yeah, that. You can um, choose your own adventure. So I had us take the quiz of oh, which God. character. We I don't were. even want to say what mine was. What? Okay. You go first. Say. No, you say. You say. Damn it. You had oh. us do this quiz where it's you a stupid a online quiz. Yeah. We kn- everyone knows what an internet quiz is. Um, and it tells you what brand new cherry flavor character you are. And mine was Boro. I'm Boro too. Oh my God, we're both Boro. Maybe everybody's Boro. Either everyone's Boro or every Taurus is a Boro. <laughs> Either everyone's Boro or you, nobody's Boro. You listed off that you like vacuuming as the chore. I also is that like vacuuming. The, is that Maybe the key the answer? Key. If you Maybe. like vacuuming, you're basically a did witch. You, did you put that you like pasta? No, I put vegetables. Ah, oh, everyone's borrow. <laughs> everybody's borrow. It's fixed. <laughs> fixed. Fixed. No, that was fun. I really enjoyed watching that. Um, if you've only seen it once, it is worth, you know, give it a little rest time and then go watch it again. Go back you'll, to it. Because there's a lot happening. Yeah, you'll pick up more. We watched it twice. I even went back a third time to kind of pick up some things that I thought I missed. You'll pick up the nuances. Right. Well, so I have a question nuances. for you that I don't know the answer to. Okay. What does brand new cherry flavor mean? Oh, I have an idea on this. Okay. Because okay. I don't. I do. So, um my thought um is kind of on that concept of uh you know she goes to LA to like present her film like everybody so it's like who's the brand new cherry it's like the brand new cherry flavored whatever so like the new kid on the block kind right of like yeah she's just the new flavor of and for Boro the new flavor of that moment sort of thing. So that's, that's where i was going with it at least okay yeah love it well it's well, a catchy title right brand new cherry flavor um very catchy because it's kind of abstract and you probably like i didn't yeah. start piecing anything together until the last two episodes so please be our Podbean patron it's only a dollar and you can hear us talk about personal shit yeah we get we post something every week now that's super special personal stuff that's Podbean patron only content right right so do that because it's cool and if you haven't listened to our last episode do so 
Oh, and we isn't talk- it only a dollar? It's only a dollar. It's folks. only like, a dollar. Come on, we, people. We are worth more than a dollar a month to entertain Help you. support us. We put out content every week's for you. Yes. And uh, we need gas money and wine money at this point. Those are our biggest needs. Uh, what was our last <laughs> episode? If you haven't um, listened to our last episode, do so. I believe in fairies. I do. I do. Oh, yeah. Fairies. And what did I talk about? I, fracking. I have no idea. Fairies I, and fracking. Fracking fairies. Fracking fairies. Give it a listen. Yes. Woo-hoo. All right. Until next time. Uh, <laughs> don't stick it in your side hole unless you might know it. Uh, and be careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs>